lower the fangirls. Cracking a that's kind of awesome. Damn it! Alright, we can't fuck this one up. Okay. Alright, ready? We're the fang girls. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thanks for uh, joining us. This is the Fangirls Podcast. Welcome. Episode one. So excited. This is a project we've been really pumped to start for a while. My name is Emily Clark. And I am Devin Rocket. And we are going to be hosting this podcast. It is a horror movie review comedy podcast. So many descriptors there. Emily, let's let's hear what like our little gist is. Yeah, so Devin and I, I think one of the things we first really became friends over was our love of scary movies and haunted houses and any spooky things such as that. Really passionate about the scary things in this world. Yeah. Um, We love scary movies. One thing we noticed was when you look into horror film review podcasts or Mm -hmm. articles, it's from a real film buff point of view. So like a real genre nerd stance. Yes. And that's great, but we are just not that smart. No. So we're just kind of your textbook, black, cherry, white, clog, guzzling, basic bitches who love scary movies. And we just want to talk through some of our favorites, maybe some of our not so favorites. So we just wanted to start this little project where we could just talk about all these great scary movies. So a little bit about us. We started a friendship at, I don't know if you guys like know about this place, but it's a coffee cafe called Starbucks Coffee. Yeah, it's like a little indie coffee shop. You might not have heard of it. <laughs> Leading into that, Emily and I had known each other for about a couple months. Working together, maybe had gone out, gotten a couple beers together. But we will say that the people that we worked with were all in relationships and were all planning these international trips. We were kind of just like, well, I'll go on a vacation with you. And she just looks back and she's like, no, I'll go with you. We're like, ha, ha, ha. But like, I really would go. We're throwing around ideas for our little vacation spot. We weren't trying to go to Cabo, Mm-mm. Mexico. We wanted like, we wanted fun in the sun, but we also wanted like some culture. Mm-hmm. We wanted something kind of weird. So I like middle of the night, this idea popped into my head and I texted Devin Cuba. That was it. That was the whole text. Cuba, question mark, question mark. And I was like, um, yes. Yeah. See, see. I know the language, obviously. When I say this word here, it's Spanish. <laughs> it was really fun. And it, we had, at the time, the Starbucks we were working at loved our customers so much. But, like, just your classic, like, Republican dad. Public enemy number one for those guys is communism. So oh, they went, one came a, into our store. That's a horror movie <laughs> itself for these For these men. White men in Highlands Ranch. One of our favorites came in one day and he knew we were going to Cuba. And he's like, oh, you girls, if you're not careful, you're going to end up chained up in some guy's basement. And I just looked at him and I'm like, oh. Is that a promise? Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. So, okay, we go to Cuba. Very remote island. Sort of. It's actually, like, super close to Florida, but you could swim (laughs) to Cuba from Florida. But, hey, super remote. Very remote. So, we get there. But there is a few hurdles that we have to jump. Yes. Amazing place to go, but it does feel very different than any other place you'll travel because you don't have the internet readily available for you. Mm -hmm. So, no calling Ubers, no... Looking up directions, places. There's no Verizon plan of like, I'm traveling to Cuba. I want to pay $10 a day Mm -hmm. to have my phone. Exactly. They don't have Verizon. No. Could you imagine? Not even T-Mobile. Cricket? No. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. That's how you know it's so bad there. We did, we found ourselves in some like really tricky situations that we really needed the internet for. Mm -hmm. And And like you guys can probably tell if you don't know us already just by hearing us like that we're pretty stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But I was surprised like we really rolled with the punches, like things didn't work out. We just made up a plan B and like ended up everywhere we needed to be. Devin is the Che to my Fidel. After that trip. So that's probably the best way to describe our friendship. I do want to say at one point a Venezuelan soldier came up to us and was like, hey, come on. see that cool ship out there? It looks looks like a 
Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. <laughs> ship. They're like, hey, you guys can come on it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, we can't do this. We're obviously Americans. Who the fuck likes an American? And I was like, anywhere? yeah, we'll be there at eight. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> but what ended up actually saving us from getting on the Venezuelan Navy ship was... Not to say it would have been bad necessarily if we no. got on it, but we were actually really smart and responsible and drank a bottle of straight rum and blacked out in our Airbnb, <laughs> and that kept us from getting on the ship. So so that's just a little bit about how we bonded. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a few years ago. Been great friends ever since. And we, we started to figure out things that we both have in common like we both love halloween we love Obsessed. scary movies scary things haunted houses mm-hmm. um, pumpkins ghosts witches candy corn bones all of it all of it and that kind of led us to this so we thought this would be a fun idea for a podcast we know a lot of people really like horror movies i kind of touched on it earlier but not trying to get into the nitty-gritty of the film it was filmed on and the angles and the director in 1973 no no no. we just are here for a good scary time okay so i think this kind of brings us around like something that we think is super important is there's staple characters in each horror movie right like you have it's getting better now but you have your classic tropes yes and i think one thing we wanted to start off with so you guys could get to know us a little better was Mm -hmm. we'd each describe who the other one would be in the horror movie. <laughs> do you want to start or do you Can want I, me to? Yeah. So, Devin. Okay. Devin Rocket, which the name, first of all. Oh. You know that girl's making it till the end. Devin is textbook final girl, if you could see her. <laughs> sitting in front of me right now in her One Direction t-shirt, looking <laughs> like a paranormal snacktivity. <laughs> but you're so beautiful, which, like, obviously, if they're going to bring someone through to the end, like, sorry, it's not going to be... I'm sorry, but it's not going to be an unattractive person. <laughs> and you are so gorgeous. Now, that's very superficial, but on a deeper level, again, kind of touched on it earlier with our Cuba adventure. Devin will talk about how she's like, has like crippling anxiety and like, that might be true in some situations, (laughs) but in a lot, when things get tough, she's actually very level-headed and is like, okay, that's not going to work. Let's try this. Always gets us to the other side. Um, Always keeps us off the Venezuelan Navy ship. So (laughs) I, I, we all need that friend in our life. Just the deep. Your textbook final girl. I'm girl who takes her top off in the first four minutes of the movie and then is dead in four minutes and 45 seconds, which is fine. I accept it. I'm leaning in. Um, But you are definitely not that person. You're too smart. You're too pretty. And you're making it till the end. And my boobs are too small. No, I, I appreciate that, that you think that, but I have a different path for you. And thank you. That was very nice. I really appreciate it. I thought that I would be probably the first time. Like, Devin is the ghoul. <laughs> I, I am the murderer. <laughs> so I think for Emily, she says that she'll be dead in four minutes and 45 seconds, lifting her top up. Right? We love to see it. It really shoots up the box office. But... Contrary to popular belief, Emily is a second to last girl. And this is my reasoning is that she is genius, smart, perfect human. Everyone who knows me listening to this is like laughing right now. <laughs> you are the crowd favorite. Oh. You have like a a witty banter and like a funny line with everything. Like you're the comedic Aww. relief and you make everyone laugh and you're so lovable. Like oh you are the God. crowd favorite. You know that things are going south. You're not one to be like, oh no guys, everything is fine. Like let's go <laughs> into the chainsaw garage over here and just like enjoy our time playing beer pong. No, you would be like, hey, I heard a weird sound and I think it's about time we head home. And I appreciate that. Always down to leave a party early. Always. I think at one point you might even get separated from the group. Ooh, scary. For like 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. So you're, I think there's going to be like four, three or four people left and you get separated because you're smarter. The other people run into an issue and then you come back when there's just one person left. And this is where it gets super interesting because you and the other person are in peril. And it's obvious that the murder or the danger is coming directly toward you guys. And you do this noble, heroic thing where you say, 
you run. Oh. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to show my boobs. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'll distract him and you go straight on till morning to the left, right, left, right, straight. There's a car waiting there. I've already planned it out. There's an Uber. I called it. <laughs> I'll wait here and I will sacrifice myself. I'm like, Chad is in a blue Hyundai Sonata. (laughs) And I think that that melts everyone's heart. Yeah. The final person to live is like, oh, good. Someone lived, but their heart will always ache and their heart will always melt for you. You're the favorite character. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, I probably would do that because, like, one, if I have to die, it being in a scary movie, like, okay, yeah, that's good. And then I would be dead and I wouldn't have to work anymore. (laughs) Well, I love that. That was very kind of you to say. I'm slouching. God, we're we're talking the same mic, and Devin's like a foot taller than me. Well, that was really, really a nice description. Thank you. Thank you. You clearly think higher of me than I do myself. (laughs) Okay. So I think this is a nice little transition to, you know, you kind of know a little bit about us. I think we should talk about things that we like and dislike in a horror movie. Yeah. So then when we do further episodes Mm -hmm. and we're jumping in and everyone's like, oh my God, they're doing a werewolf movie this week. Emily's going to be flooded her pants (laughs) and Devin is going to (laughs) be wanting to die the whole time. (laughs) So what do you like love to see in a horror movie yes um well kind of alluding to it but i really do love monsters like i love the thought of things existing in the world that humans are more powerful than i mean i love ghosts and i love demons but i don't love when you can't see them i like a physical manifestation of it yeah oh which kind of is the same thing as a monster Like, I just like seeing what people come up with that is, like, scary in their brains and then it translating to the movie. I really am a fan. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love funny, scary movies, which I know that's, like, kind of (laughs) controversial. And I like shorts and anthologies. I think it's easier to have an interesting plot when you only have... 10, 15 minutes to fill as opposed to two hours. Um, And that is my biggest gripe with a lot of horror movies is you can like do jumps all you want, but if the plot isn't there, it won't stick with me. Um, But that's what I really love to see. What do you love to see? Okay. Um, Something I love is that I really appreciate demons or possession. So like quite the contrary of what you like. I love something that you can't see. And something that you can't leave, like you can leave the place mm-hmm. where you feel like you're being haunted, but it's, it follows you. Yeah. Like you could go to a freaking double tree Hilton and it would still oh. be relevant. I think that's Ooh, so scary. in a double tree Hilton. I'd love to see it. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I would pay money for that. <laughs> I do like a really well done jump scare. So my classic... Like, this is something I love to see in horror movies because I hate it so much. Because it gets me every time. Every time. Every time. And I know it's coming. But your classic mirror scene in a horror movie where... And I think it's because I wash my face twice a day. So, like, I feel like it could happen to me. So, you're looking in the mirror. You bend down. You wash your face. Your eyes are closed. You come back up. And there's something behind you in the mirror. Mm. Every time it gets me. I love it. That's one thing that gets me. But it kind of brings me... Because do you want to talk about, like, things we aren't huge fans of in horror movies? Yes. So, going on that mirror i don't love when a movie is all jumps and that's the only scare is like we'll just make you jump every three and a half minutes right and then that's it like the plot is like meh and the characters are meh and there's nothing like long and creepy and drawn out it's just like jump 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 don't love it no don't love gore porn Mm. not a fan um i do i'm not saying i don't like gore i like it When it's, like, well done. And I also like it when it's really campy. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it's the whole movie is, like, ripping off fingernails and stuff like that. Like, no, 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 no. 
No. no, no. I have enough anxiety. I don't need people's fingernails. Yeah, no, 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 no. So not a huge fan of mm-hmm. that. Um, I can agree with that, yeah. I can't. I mean, those are probably my biggest, like, yeah. things I'm anti. Yeah. What about so you? So I think my biggest thing, and I know, Emily, you know this, and I think it'll become common knowledge once we're watching things, but I hate a clown. A clown, I think, is like the most haunting, terrifying thing or person that could ever come around to me right now. Um, and back in like 2016, when clowns were literally just popping up on the side roads, I was ready to just end it all. Whatever. I made it through. I never got actually haunted by a clown. Oh, and this brings us to a nice little anecdote that I think, oh, Emily, would you like to? Sure. Ex- oh, please. Let's hear it. Um, so Devin hates clowns. She makes it pretty well known that she hates clowns. So I'm <laughs> a terrible friend because I knew this. It was obviously pretty common knowledge. So back in the Starbucks days, oh, um, there was one morning around Halloween time where Devin was opening up the store. Mm-hmm. So when you open the store, it was like you get there at like 4.30 in the morning. Dark yeah. out. It was fall. So it was really dark. Um, and me and three other people who worked there decided we would buy like really <laughs> fucked up scary clown masks from Spirit Halloween. Hi, Spirit, if you want to sponsor us. So we bought like these really fucked masks and we wore all black and we like met at the Starbucks at like four in the morning, waited. Which I must <laughs> say like the commitment. The commitment for everyone to wake up at like Not four really in the morning. Yeah. When you don't have to or don't have to work. Just props to you. We really were in for the real scare. So we all (laughs) met at the store um, and we kind of like hid it at the building next door. And then Devin pulls up in her Honda Pilot. Oh, a sport utility vehicle. Yeah, she's sporty. So she's like doing her little morning duties and pretty much that building, it was like all glass, like it was all windows. Mm -hmm. And we had all positioned ourselves in different spots around the building. Um, And one person person we just had one person like start knocking on the glass and we see Devin look up and look over at like this clown like in the window knocking at her and then the rest of us we all like we're surrounding the building start like pounding on the glass and she just like looks up looks around and just like sets all her shit down what she was doing and like walked into the back room (laughs) I remember my heart like dropping into my toes. I think we really killed it. You did? And then we all got in my car afterward once the store had opened, which I already drive kind of a clown car. Like, it's a hatchback, so, like, it's really roomy on the inside. But it looks very small from the outside. Sponsor us. Hyundai, best warranty in the business. Sponsor us, baby. Mama wants a Kona. Um, We all piled in my clown car and we ordered an Americano and we heard Devin answer the little drive-thru box and we pulled up and we see her making it and she just turns around with like the coffee in her hand and like sees us and then just like turns back around and walks away, which I do respect that that's like your fight or flight reaction is you just slowly turn around and leave. Like not a scream, not a jump, like you're just like... Bye. Yeah, no. no. I think that might save my life in the long run at some point. So we do want to talk a little bit about our podcast and kind of what our end goal is when we watch these movies. Emily and I, we've always said, like, I'll watch a scary movie or Emily will watch one and she'll come to me and be like, Devin, this ruined my life. Ruined my life. Exactly. That's how we kind of, that's been our gauge of how good a scary movie is. If it really scares you, if it really fucks your mind up for a while after it ruined your life. So you really (laughs) want a movie to ruin your life. So we're going to kind of use that as the scale to rate these movies. So at the end of the podcast, um, we'll talk about how bad this film ruined our life. Right. And again, like we're not scary movie buffs. We're not like, oh, the filming was horrific and it ruined my life. Like we're talking straight up. How much did you carry this into your life afterwards? Or how much did it scare you after? And we like to call that a fear hangover Mm -hmm. because you're feeling, you know, these intense, hyperactive feelings because you were scared before. Fear hangover. 
beer hangover. Um, that's a perfect way to describe it. Even <laughs> last night, I'm pretty sure my house was haunted. Um, so I had a little bit of a fear hangover from this one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I want to touch on this. Yeah. Something we kind of talked about this before, but just why we love horror movies so mm-hmm. much. So this was something we've talked about before, but horror movies, they have such a polarizing effect on people. Yes. So people, I think it's because fear and what is scary is so different for everyone. Like you have your very like vanilla, like jokes, like a lot of people will find that funny. So like a comedy movie is like, can be funny to a wide array of people, but a horror movie, like you might be like, it's so stupid. I didn't get it at all. Or it might totally ruin your life. Right. Um, so what I just love about a horror movie is I love one that I think being afraid is like the one thing that wakes up my dead little soul. (laughs) (laughs) And then I love the experience of watching a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Like my ideal way to watch a horror movie is in a theater with a decent crowd because there is a certain physicality with watching them. Like obviously you're jumping, um, screaming, screaming, Crying. <laughs> Maybe laughing. I've done a lot of crying. You've done a lot in my years. <laughs> Devin watched it and got a sty in her eye from crying so hard. So, like, she's not lying. Yeah, I did a <laughs> two-hour cry. But very emotional. Exactly. And I'm like, I think it's so fun to go see a horror movie with another person. And I am, like, not impressed with you if you're trying to just be stoic during the whole thing. Like, No. I want you to be, like, jumping, and I want to, like, look over at each other and be, like, laughing and, like... One of my favorite dates ever. I think a lot of girls can feel the same way because it's like, oh, 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 protect me. I'm not that scared. Like, I can tell he's shitting his pants. (laughs) But I'm, like... I saw this a week ago with Emily in the theaters. Like, I'm not scared. You can, like, do a little jump, a quick handhold, or, like, a... I cover into their Ooh, shoulder. The yeah. Or like an arm hold, like you're oh, going down the aisle. Hold. Yeah. That's a good one. And so I think that <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great, like, first date moment. <laughs> I want to say something that's like so embarrassing and stupid. <laughs> Please. Like, I'm going to say this and like, it's the most irrational fear because it's never happened to me before. But like, I love everything you just said. I think seeing a scary movie with a man is so sexy. I love that. I love that. Having said that, I have this fear. And like I said, it's irrational because it has never happened. Let me just reiterate, it has never happened. But I'm so scared that the movie is going to make me jump so hard that I and it's never happened but I'm so scared no I swear it's not it's happened to me I get really scared of being scared so like I also I told Devin this I was like I have a fear that I'm going to be watching a scary movie and I have like my tongue between my teeth and I jump so hard that I bite part of my tongue off. But like, oh I would rather yeah, bite part of my tongue off in a movie theater than for <laughs> I think one of the funniest things to me is that, well, yes, I have farted in front of a date in the scary movie, movie and I play it off as a squeak on the chair. I'd be like, no, that was in the movie. I just feel like it's not going to sound like No, no. I'm going to be like, Annabelle farted in the movie. Like, that was, like, part of the plot. So I have a horror review podcast. Like, I know a lot about scary films. And, like, the fart is actually, like, a plot um, strategy. Thank you for telling me that. I really, I swear I've never had a fart get scared out of me. But I am, it does, I do think about it. I do think about it. Yeah. On dates. Yeah. But I still love it. Boys, it's hit like, me up. <laughs> I promise I might not fart. Potentially will fart, but play it off like a seat squeak. Mm. So I think this kind of, wow. <laughs> how, but it puts us into our movie this week. Actually, I think it is a good segue. It is. Because did you, Actually, did you fart during it? Did you, do you have a fart? Scare. A scare fart. I can't say for sure, but um, I can go ahead and say, yeah. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in to Fangirls, the fart <laughs> scary movie podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay. I want to, you know, kind of 
bring everyone into a time place. Mm-hmm. What what movie are we watching? Paranormal Activity. We're in 2009 when this movie came out. Picture yourself in some low-rise jeans, boot cut, paired with a kitten heel, probably your midriff showing, yep. and you have a Hip dangly... for sure. And you have a dangly <laughs> belly button piercing. Mm. <laughs> um, you probably have a poof in your hair. You know, like oh my poof. god, I forgot about that. <laughs> I did that like almost every day. <laughs> Ew, me too. <laughs> and, um, and I love boobies bracelet. Oh my god. <laughs> God. Uh, Tell me that's not like the most nostalgic thing. <laughs> that really brought me to 2009. That you saying oh. that, I'm like, okay, here we are. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're going to go back to a nice little peaceful time. Obama's president. Sully lands the plane Ooh. on the Hudson. The swine flu oh. starts paving its way for COVID-19. And we have the death of Michael Jackson. Mm. We quickly fell in love with the one and only Balloon Boy. Oh, Balloon Boy. Fell in love so quick, fell out of love even <laughs> faster. That's like my one of my favorite hoaxes. I remember being like, how? Yeah. How is this helium? We all asked <laughs> that question and then we quickly found out, oh, because it's not... Oh. I think. Okay. I love this little hoax. I think that's so funny. So we're going to get into paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. I do want to point out that this was directed by Oren Pelly and produced by the one and only Oren Pelly himself and Jason Blum, who is the CEO of Blumhouse. It's like almost any horror movie you watch these days. I swear it's either A24 or Blumhouse. Yeah. And yeah. like it has a really cool intro in movies. Like it, it has a really creepy one. That creepy little girl like walking the through corner. the room. It <clears throat> makes me scared before the movie Me starts. too. I like can't even watch the Blumhouse <laughs> oh advertisement. And okay, I, Jason. I know Jason. Jason. Calm down. Jason. He's so, so, so quirky. Edgy. So edgy. Yeah. Something that we definitely want to talk about I think is the trailer Mm -hmm. because this is like the first of its kind and I would like to hear your thoughts on the trailer if you remember yeah so I think this is like one of the more memorable movie commercials just because it didn't really show the film so much but and I'm sure you all remember the commercial was like night vision so like it was all green looking into a movie theater audience and showing them watching it mm-hmm. and everyone's losing their mind they're so scared like I don't remember where I watched this for the first time but I know I didn't go to the theater because little 17 year old Emily was too scared okay so my thoughts on the trailer was like you said the the audience reacting and that they really sold it like this will ruin your life scare farts just <laughs> ripping left right and center just they had like mics on the seats <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i thought our sense of humor was so much more mature than this <laughs> for me little like 15 year old devin i did not want to see this in theaters mm-hmm. which now i th- i think it's very different like now if that commercial had come out now, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Well, we do kind of want to talk about these movies that we're reviewing, like, our first time watching it, if we remember. Yeah. Which I don't really remember mine not well, but Devin remembers watching it. I and- do. <laughs> I remember two times. So, the first time I remember was in 2010. I was watching In the Comfort of My Home Thank with you. my little sister, Cameron Rocket. She and I... We're so scared. I think we were home alone. So we watched it the first the first time, and we knew about the last scene already. We knew it was going to be really, really scary. When we got really close to the end scene, we did this thing called step 25 feet away and play pause, play pause, play pause. Oh, I remember people watching movies that way back in the day, and that just like... It almost... I really can't. And it, and it makes it worse. Because you just prolong the scare. Yeah. Not the, not the strategy I would use today. The second time, I actually recorded it with my high school friends 
on Halloween. I was dressed as like a slutty nerd, so that meant oh, we all did that costume too. Like it hurts to think about, but we all did it. It was like knee high socks, shorts, just showing my belly button, and then a high slicked ponytail in 3D glasses popped out the lens and like we all put, did it yeah I will say it's a little sad you hear the description and just they're all like piled in on the couch so you can't really see Devin's costume that well which is honestly a bummer um but you can see copious amounts of eyeliner I could even post it yeah uh, you guys should watch it it definitely oh. brings you back to good old 2009 okay so, so let's Let's talk paranormal activity. So, obviously, we've both seen it before. Mm-hmm. It had been quite some time for me. I think it had been for you, too. Yeah. Um, so, we watched it again recently. Yes. And, wow, what a flick. I knew it was scary. Yeah. But it was, like, scarier than I had remembered it. There were a lot of things about it that I don't know that I appreciated the first time yeah. I saw it. So, something I want to point out first and foremost is... The filming style and the acting. And I think that this obviously is like adopted from Blair Witch. Yeah, like found footage. Yes. And they address it right. Like you click play on the movie. And I did love how it was like Paramount Pictures would like to the to thank the families of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I'm like when the like we're addressing that we're making a movie out of it, but we just found this. I really enjoyed that. Um, I do want to say, because I really liked this, it takes place in San Diego, which I think is a really weird spot for a horror movie to take place, but I like that they put it there. I wrote in my drunk notes that I took (laughs) when I think of San Diego, I think of fish tacos and fun shine. It is not like a place where I picture scary things to happen. Mm -hmm. I was just talking to a couple of my friends. I was telling them how I went through a phase where I was like, I need to move to Idaho Falls because that sounds like a place where like I'd be the main character in like a creepy movie. Like doesn't Idaho Falls sound like something nefarious is happening there? Like something kind of spooky, something kind of haunted. It it definitely sounds like you're putting yourself into a horror movie plot. Yes. And I like it. Like I could picture a horror movie happening in Idaho Falls, but San Diego, it's too happy. No, No, San Diego does not feel like a haunted place. But I liked that. And I I liked that even the house they were in, it's not your textbook, like old, like turn of the century, like beautiful crown molding, like creaky stairs. It wasn't. It was like this basic ass house with... Disgusting wrought iron curly staircase. Really, <laughs> sorry, I just that was honestly the scariest part of the movie for me. So I just like setting wise, I really enjoyed it. Um, so the whole I would assume everyone listening has seen it or yes. knows the format, but it kind of they know something funny is going on, so they buy this fancy camera, right? And a whole like it kind of has a slow build in a good way where. They're just kind of like fucking around with the camera, uh-huh. which is funny and cute. I think their relationship is so mm-hmm. believable. Me like, too. Exactly. Like I thought they like it was cute. It was relatable. Yeah. And then the whole format of the movie is pretty much like they're filming themselves during the day. And then they set the camera up to look at their bed at night. Something really important and something that played a big part in this movie for me was that I think Mika looks identical to Neve from Catfish. I just think Neve is so hot, by the way. He is. And that's why I think this needs to be called Paranormal Snacktivity. (laughs) Such a cutie. Okay, I love that he's a non-believer. Like, he's, like, jokey, like, okay, I believe you. Like, he wanted an an excuse to buy this camera. For sure. I'm like, have a little respect. Like, believe a little bit. He gets to a point where he's, like, really taunting, and I'm like, bro, (laughs) this is not a good idea. So, I do want to just, like, we're diving right in. Mm -hmm. Um, This was something I noticed very early in the movie. Um... So we talked about the whole formatting, like daytime and then nighttime. And one thing that Devin and I do want to do for each of these episodes is talk about something we do differently. If we were in the scary movie, what would you do differently? Mine, I noticed right off the bat, it really disturbs me. The fact that they sleep in their bed and their arrangement couldn't be more fucked. So for one, 
who sleeps with the door open? <gasps> it's unthinkable. It's unthinkable. So the other thing is like Katie sleeps on the boy's side of the bed. And I know it sounds really antiquated and like, yeah, I know, probably not like a fun feminist thing to say. We're saying this because we love women and we think women should survive. Should survive, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's important that the guy is the closest to the door so that a girl has a second to react. (laughs) Exactly. Like that, they are disposable and (laughs) (laughs) but honestly, I hate that she sleeps on the door side and I just in general, I don't like that. I'm like, I, I always like want that. boys to sleep on the door side. Does Colton sleep on the door he side? He does. Okay. This is the most fucked thing. <laughs> I hate this so much. Who sleeps under just a sheet? <laughs> I'm like, of course the monsters ripped you out of the bed. You only had a sheet on. You need a down comforter yes. with a pottery bar duvet on it. I completely agree. I think that a duvet will protect you from any demonic threats. Yeah. I've never seen a person sleep with just the bottom sheet. Like, that's like me putting a napkin on my knees and then being like, night. Night. No, no, I hate it so much. I The whole movie, every single night I thought, I was like, one, well, I'm just cold-blooded. <laughs> but no, I really get really cold. But even if I'm like you. roasting, I will have all the blankies on and then I'll like stick a foot out. I do the same. But mm. I still stay under the duvet because like I'm not trying to get drug into the underworld. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I need that weight. Yeah. Holding me to the earth. Me, exactly, exactly. So that was my... Number one, like the sleep setup is what I do different. <laughs> and I obviously notice that night one. I'm like, well, yeah, bad things are gonna happen to you. Look at your look at your arrangement. Look at how you're sleeping. Oh like the door is wide open. Wide open. Uh, it's just like offensive. It's like inappropriate. Like I actually <laughs> I'm upset. But moving on. She calls in a ghost psychic. And he's like, well, I don't know. Call my friend. And Mika has this huge issue. Like, he's kind of disrespectful towards him when they're, like, consulting with him. Which I'm like, we would not act like that. People, like, we have a little respect. Even if you don't, like, respect someone's job, you're a little polite to them. And, like, (laughs) humor them in the moment. But that is kind of... um, Mika's thing like the whole movie yeah and I think that ultimately ends up fucking them the worst because the psychic tells them earlier in the movie he's like this shit is drawn to negative energy so you've got Mika antagonizing it the whole time and then that's pissing Katie off so then they're fighting and the negative energy is just brewing 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 in that house yeah so first night three you hear there's a subtle squeak on the flooring, like a little scratching, and the door just moves a, a bit. bit. That's like the first scary thing we see. Yes. Back to what Emily said, and I think she probably has something to say, is that if the door was closed... The door was closed. This is a non-issue. <laughs> so I want to just like, we're moving along the nights because one, I wrote in my notes, fuck 3 a.m. So scary, scary nights... The thing that, like, this was the first scare that really got me in this recent watch that I had was the night. There's a night where there is a growl. And I liked this because at first I was like, oh, now Mika's going to believe everything's happening. Because they both jump out of bed and go exploring. Classic horror movie trope. I would never. (laughs) But they go downstairs and they have, like, the camera with the light. Like, it's got, like, a a flashlight on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And they pan, like, down the stairs, and you can see just their, like, shitty, swirly chandelier just, like, (laughs) swinging in the light. And I thought that was, like, oh, fuck that so hard. Like, if I was there, I hated that. I hated that. Um, I want to bring up, like, how much I hate that they don't turn on lights. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're like, oh, something happened, and I'm just going to keep it super dark and have this weird spotlight for my gigantic camera. Like, I think that's so offensive. It's offensive. It's offensive. It's non-realistic. Like, all the lights in my house would be on in 0.2 seconds. Yes. (laughs) But at this point, I was like, this is the first, like, really scary part of the movie. Um, 
And this is just, I want an anecdote, but the day before I watched it, me and Devin, we took a really cute picture of our dogs together. Oh, so Their cute. names are, Devin's dog is Louie and he's a Dalmatian and my dog's name is Lobster and he's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Our mascots. Oh my God. And we took a picture of them like sitting on the couch smiling together and like during the scary parts of this movie, I had to just keep like pulling that picture up and looking at them. <laughs> yeah. They're happy tongues because, oh my God. The next night, there's like you see Katie get up and get out of bed and she like gets out of bed, turns around, faces it and is like just standing there watching him sleep. And then the camera, like it has the time on the yeah. on the corner and it fast forward and you just see her there for like at least an hour, I want to oh, say. I, I hate could, that. I, I hate, hate that. Moving along, I think the next real scary scene, and this was kind of like a slow scare. It wasn't like a jump mm-hmm. scare, but um, Mika brings home a Ouija board and you get the vibe that they're like going out for the night and he just like decides to whip it out right before they leave and wants to fuck around on it, which like, what, what, but ultimately gets yelled at, don't do it. So he leaves it on the coffee table and they have the camera filming it and they go out and you see like the time on the, the timestamp fast forward And then some creepy shit starts happening. So it's filming. Nobody's there. And you see it start gliding around the board. And I'm Mm -hmm. writing frantically in my notes. What is it saying? What is it saying? Yes. And then all of a sudden, flames. And the board, like, there's a fire on the board. But it doesn't, like, burn the house down or anything. It just, like, flames up a little bit on the board and then goes out. This was actually another thing I would have done different. So they get (laughs) home. And they're kind of analyzing it yeah um and i what i would have done different is like remember in elementary school when you'd like take a leaf and you'd put it under a piece of paper and then you take the side of your pencil and like sketch <gasps> over it oh yeah i would have done that and then i feel like you would kind of see like where the little thing was because it looked like or where the burns were because it looked like there were like some carvings in it okay <laughs> i'm like mind blown right now because that is genius or like if someone writes on a notepad and they rip the note off and you're like oh what did it say you can do it like if you're if you're a detective also another thing i do because um we did sketchy (laughs) devin's reading my drunk notes i did not mean to do that like i wrote thing i do diff use sketchy pencil trick to do what it says i mean see i'm drunk and then it brings me to the next thing i guess there's a lot i do different well i do want to say something yeah about mika he's so opposed to just bringing a demonologist in yeah he's like no it'll make it way worse and the guy literally said bringing in a Ouija board or trying to contact them and communicate is going to make it it way worse. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, don't bring in the demonologist. Instead, I'll bring in the Ouija board. And we, (laughs) everyone knows that that will make everything worse. I don't, I don't know that a Ouija board has ever done any good. That happens. I think they get home at like 11 o'clock at night and then it's nighttime, right? So it's bedtime. This was another thing I do differently. Take sleeping drugs. Because if you're just asleep during it, then, like, it's not going to bother you. And that is my thought process to anything spooky that happens in my life. Take sleeping drugs. Even just pretend like you're asleep. Yeah. Because you're not getting the reaction. Uh You're not having that negative energy. Demons just want a reaction. Yeah. They just want you to be, like, they're just, like, children. Yeah. 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 I would assume I actually would never interact with a child. So, (laughs) Scariest night. I have really strong thoughts on this. Mika starts putting down baby powder on the floor to help, you know, track the demon's Uh paths. Which I think is so smart. I think it's really smart. Yeah. No, no, no. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because for me, I'm like, this is just like... Scooby-Doo. If a demon wants to, he does not have to walk. Like, he's not going to walk. He could, like, crawl on a ceiling or uh, glide through the air. Like, I just think that this is, like, a a big... But what happened? 
what? Yeah, I'll I'll give this to you now because you're right. You did do happens. right. You're right. You hear the footsteps. You see. You don't see the actual creature walking in, but you see like the powder getting tracked, and there are footprints. They hear it. They wake up. They see the footprints kind yeah. of like coming toward them. Mm-hmm. And this was the thing I do remember from the first time I watched. I don't remember where I was, but I remember being like, oh, my fuck. I hate this. It's like scary bird feet, right? It is. It's, it's like not a normal three foot. or like a velociraptor. Or yeah. Something. You do like a peace sign and put your thumb out. down. And that it was like <laughs> that tracked in the room, which like that is like so fucking terrifying to me. So scary. That is so scary to me. Well, it just proves it's like not human. Right. All. Those scary feet really got me. And it gets even more fucked. It does. It's the same night. So they see the, the same footprints night. and it's kind of going like toward, toward like the, the closet or whatever. And they look up and they have an attic opening in the closet and the door is askew. So they're like, it's up there. Yes. Oh, that's right. Okay. And so that fucking attic is so scary. He goes up. He gets the, the ladder. He see. He's like panning, panning. Oh, I he's, hate that. I hate that. Because it's a creepy attic, almost like a crawl space like it's not like you could totally be like walking around up there which I also hate but it's a creepy ass attic and of course it's like the camera flashlight which we talked about earlier so creepy Mm. gets up there see something strange in the uh, forbidden cotton candy (laughs) and for him to come down with a young photo of Katie at their old house and it's burnt on the edges and she says in the beginning like their house they lived in was burnt down. They didn't know what caused the fire. Mm-hmm. But it's like a photo of her as a kid at the old house with burnt edges. Yeah, I have my own assumption is that the demon kept this photo of Katie in his wallet, in his pocket. And was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to fuck them up and just throw this in the yeah. forbidden cotton candy. <laughs> totally what he like, He had been carrying that photo in the cargo pocket of his Dickies <laughs> pants, which I'm sure he wears. Just for khaki. years. For years. He's been carrying it around forever. And all his demon friends are like, cargo pants are not okay to wear anymore. He's like, I just carry a lot of things with me. So like, I need to keep my cargo pants on. Cause trust me, one day I'm going to use the things in my pockets. And so this day came I'm going to use all the things in he's, my He's pocket. got so many creepy trinkets in there, but that was definitely one. And so he <gasps> unvelcroed his side pocket. You know where it is. Yeah. It's like on your upper thigh, on the mid outer. Mid-thigh. Yeah, mid-thigh, outer mid-thigh. Outer thigh. mid-thigh. And took that photo <laughs> and tossed it in the Forbidden Cotton Kid. Like, like a ninja star. <laughs> it was like very strategic. And I think this is like the turning point for yeah. the movie. Yeah. Because now you see like Katie and Mika change. Yeah. Fucking Mika keeps taunting it. Night 18, the lights go on and off in the hall uh-huh. where the yeah. attic is. And then you hear like slow steps and then you hear like a run. Ew. And the door slams yeah. mm-hmm. and they like wake up and they're like, oh, yeah. God. and they like, and then there's a banging on the door back to them. Like they're trying to get out, but like there's something on the other side that they can't yeah. get out. I think that scared me. A that lot. scared me really bad. Like that was a good, good scare. Well, it was loud it and there was. wasn't a lot of like loud shit in it up to this point. Yeah. Then I think after that night, so like it's clear to both of them some shit is happening mm-hmm. and they have the psychic who is over early in the show. He comes over and I remember being disappointed in this when I first Ugh. saw it, but he like literally walks in and he's like, nope, nope, I gotta go. I'm not, I can't help you. I can't help you. I would have been so sad if I lived there and I was like expecting him to come help and he's just like literally steps in the front door and it's like, uh-uh. I'll see you later. So then we start seeing uh, an escalation. An escalation starts happening. Mm-hmm. And scary shit during the day. Is yes. A big one. Exactly. That was exactly what I was going to say. One thing I did like about the movie is 
generally it was like you have scary nights and you know to be on edge and then it was daytime and you didn't have to be scared Mm -hmm. and I like that formatting of a horror movie and then the movie switches and scary shit just starts happening during the day so it's like can I ask you a question at this point okay so like picture your knee so you see like it cracks your face on the picture frame you have invited your girlfriend to live with you and she brought this along do we break up with our significant other at this point i would be like seriously gotta go really yeah like this would because i do think it would be a valid reason to break up with someone but it would be really hard so okay so i'd like to ask the same thing okay you would you stay in this relationship or leave it it would probably be a little different for me just because i am um I'm so very alone. You have roommate. I do. In Lobby Lob. Yeah. The two men in my life. Yeah. My dog lobster and then my roommate, Matt. My roommate. Roommate. Um, yeah. So I guess not that alone, but um, would <laughs> be me. nice to uh, Claire. have a loving touch every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I don't know if I would break up with someone over this because like, you know, being lonely and all that, like I might accept the demon as like the throuple in our relationship. All caps, the classic scene. And this is the classic paranormal scene that I think we can all picture. Like this was the climactic part of the movie where it grabs Katie by the ankles and she's dead asleep, starts to turn her and then it just like rips her out of the bed and drags her down the hall. She screams this scream that is like, I feel like (gasps) so perfect. He like pulls her back to the bedroom. Like they get back and they're just kind of like on the floor, like freaked the fuck out. Yeah. She starts to have this weird personality change. And she, yes. It got her. She gets to the point where she's holding onto a cross so tight. She's bleeding. And this is something that really scares me because I don't like someone touching something sharp so hard that they bleed. (laughs) All of a sudden, Katie's like, no, let's just stay here. It's like the creepiest scene ever. She changes. And that's when you know you're like possessed. She says, I think we'll be okay now. Oh, yeah. And her voice doubles yeah. like she's possessed so when i say her voice doubles it sounds like i think, I think we'll, we'll be, be okay, okay now, now. <laughs> her eyebrows relax mm-hmm. relax face the first time relax you see her from like the beginning of the movie yeah okay so i want to move into the last night yep the first thing i noticed in this evening was you know she sits up fast yep the ab strength for yeah. that. Only her a demon feet, can her leg, yeah, no. Real people aren't that strong. Never. Her legs are flat on the bed. Mm-hmm. And a bed. A like, true sit-up. From a squishy bed. A squishy bed. I'm like, how? Like the Let's all str- try it tonight. Yeah, everyone promise. Everyone promise me right now. Like, no. <laughs> just try it. Hey, promise me right now. I'll send you a video. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up like she's going to look at him mm-hmm. forever again. And then just leaves. Out of nowhere, it seems, screams for a long time. A truly terrifying scream. Yeah. Like, she is killing these screams. They're really scary. Scream, 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 running down, thud. Huge thud. It sounds like a quick battle. Like, really, like, Uh two-second long battle. So fast. Because she has abs. So it's because of the abs. She, you know, if she has abs, she probably has like biceps or quick reactions at least. I think biceps and, and quick reactions are, are another byproduct of having abs for sure. <laughs> Wait, I love that you just turned your page to nothing. It's yeah, like, I'm like, this is like- literally my last note. Well, I'll say it in a second. <laughs> just memory. Um, no, I'm, I'm no. improving. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and. <laughs> like, I can't even describe this. <laughs> I have to. It's all up in I was here. Like, I wrote all these notes, but they've disappeared. Then what do we see? A couple steps up the stairs, and then sweet, sweet, sweet. baby Mika oh, knees body mm. just gets thrown Drone. up the stairs towards the camera. She must work out like again seven days a week. <laughs> abs, abs strength. 
biceps, biceps. quick reactions, reactions. (laughs) following him. So Katie comes up. She's standing in the doorway with a big bloody spot on her tummy. Well, so she then kind of like crouches into like demon, like body positioning, like scurries up to him. Yes. And I love this because I always think I'm like, if somebody broke into my house, I like to think I'd be brave enough (laughs) to come out of my room and like creepy crawl, scuttle up to them and like be like acting demonic possessed. And they'd just be like, oh, fucking no. Thank you. Wrong house. You just act like... 20 times and just more like scary laughing like they- crazy or something yeah like i mean if i were coming into your house and you came down like a little crab i would run for the hills and i think i might never be seen again exactly like i liked it so when i saw her do that i'm like this is my inspo if that ever because it is <laughs> so creepy then what happens so she gets up to Neve's body. And she does like a creepy little sniff yeah. of the body, which I oh, think is love it. so scary. And she looks up. She lunges the camera and her face turns to a demon, yeah. basically. Yeah. You know, it ends. Oh, that's it. And then you get like a little something, something that's like Miko's body was found the day of October, blah, blah, blah. And then Katie Katie was never seen again. Good ending. Yeah. Good ending. I want to talk about um, more of my real life reactions. Yeah. um, That would end the movie in its tracks Mm -hmm. in my mind. Mm -hmm. I would pretend that I was already possessed by a demon. I don't know how I would really do that, but just like think. Yeah, yeah. Do the crab. (laughs) <laughs> laughing laughing like what we talked about earlier with yeah intruder, but with a demon Ex- and i think i would like get to a point where i would even break two fingers that's my oh, limit like if you really had to scare like yeah. i always think intruder but i'm like yeah what if i like bit my hand so hard i was bleeding <gasps> and then i just had like the blood like running down my teeth and like laughing and right. like like, I don't know if I could do it, but I liked it. I think I you could. could. I feel like the adrenaline would, like, let you do it. Um, so that was something that I had thought of. And I think my last <laughs> ditch effort would be to Swiffer my entire house with holy water. I like that. Yeah. I do like that, especially for, like, the footprint shit. At least we know <laughs> they wouldn't be stomping on the floors anymore, which, like, maybe we'll get some sleep now. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I, like, ask you, like, a serious question? Yeah. Okay, so there's something that I like to play, like, I, my any friends of mine who are listening probably know this about me, but I like to play um, Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> so I actually do want to ask you in regards to this movie. So, Devin. Okay. Mary Fuck Kill. Okay. You've got sleeping under just a sheet, the curly wrought iron staircase rails, and Dickie's cargo pants with demon tree trinkets in the pockets. So, you, oh. so the game, if you don't know it, you got to pick one that you'd marry, one that you would fuck, and one that you would kill. I hate them all. Um, <laughs> I think I would kill the iron... The curly iron staircase. I would just not put that in my house. And I think I would <laughs> fuck the one the one sheet sleep. Yeah. Definitely marry the Dickies cargo shorts with yeah. trinkets. Cause I just think about all the trinkets. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Like he just pulls out all these different trinkets right. out of his pockets. Like there's like 45 pockets. So many. In these yeah. shorts. One pocket has like probably just like a fruit snack packet. But he's like, honey, I can put your cell phone in yeah. my pocket if we're hiking, you know, I carry it. Yeah. We're, we're going out and I'm like, I don't want to bring my purse. I yeah. don't want to carry it. He's like, I have like 45 pockets. Like give me He's like, there's some your room best. between these voodoo dolls <laughs> and... <laughs> Animal bones. (laughs) Like, I can hold your lip gloss. He's like, this pocket has soup in it, but this other (laughs) one over here has a lot of room. So, you can put your... He's like, well, I think I have a granola bar that I won't need in my next ceremony. Like, you can have this one. You can have it. I think you answered that beautifully. And thank you for... uh, Thank you for doing that. No, thank you. And I actually have one right back at you. Oh. Um, Well, fuck, Mary kill. Mika's gigantic camera secondly the fuckboy demonologist 
that left them on red. Last one, the Scooby-Doo baby powder trap. Um, I'm killing the psychic who just blew everyone off. <laughs> that is not a person you want to marry. That is not a person you want to have <laughs> relations with. You know they're going to leave prematurely, and we hate to see it. I hate it. Um, I think I would F Mika's camera. I think there's a lot of fun <laughs> tricks we can do with that. And I'd marry the baby powder just because I was like, no. I thought it was so smart. Like, I know you disagree with me, but like no. when they did that in the movie, I was like, one, I really like the smell of baby powder. <laughs> Two, I thought it was an effective tool for storytelling and I use it as dry shampoo. So if I was married to it, it's like I would have probably unlimited access. Have, like, I'd never have to hair. shower again. Yeah. <laughs> Think, okay, so we want to move into our biggest scares mm-hmm. of this movie. So I have a few. I think it's very obvious that one of the biggest scares or arguably the best and biggest scare is the end of the movie. Her face change really made it for me. Like that was very scary. Like something that stuck with me uh, when I first watched it. And then when I just recently watched it. I think mine, I would say my overall, which is like probably not everyone would say, but the whole scene with the attic, even though nothing really jumped out at you when they were exploring the attic, like other things made me jump, but the scene that gave me the most anxiety and like ratcheted up the tension the most was the attic scene. And he went up there and I hated it and panning the attic. I was like sweating. Like that's the whole scene was the scariest part for me. Yeah. That'd be mine. Yeah. That'd be mine. Oh, yeah. wow. I want to ask you, Emily, how bad did this ruin your life? Um, I do remember being more scared of it, like watching it earlier in my life. Watching it now, there were a lot of scary things about it, but I've seen so much more frightening films since then. Yeah. And it gave me a little bit of a fear hangover because I'll hear like, Now I'm hearing like things in my house and I was like, that's a footstep, but it's not. (laughs) It scared me while watching it. At the same time, I was able to sleep very easy. Actually, I did watch one episode of Mozart in the Jungle after to like calm my nerves a little bit, but um, I wouldn't write it high on the ruin my life scale. Okay. On a scale from one to 10, like one didn't even blink an eye, didn't even flinch Mm -hmm. a second to 10, like... I was unable to sleep for like two days afterwards, three days. Yeah. Were you, were you farting on your theater seat? If I farted during this last (laughs) viewing, it was not related to like being scared. It was related to like probably eating dairy. (laughs) I would say probably like four. Like the attic scene made me like curl up in my bed, but the rest of it, I watched it pretty even keel during it. What about you? I think I would give it a six. And I, and I give it that because my first time watching it or like my first couple of times back in 2010, being a little slutty nerd, (laughs) I had a big fear hangover. Even to this day, like rewatching it, it was scary. It did not scare me as much as it did back in the day. So I have to like put those two into one equation. So yeah. A six, I think, is pretty... It might be generous for the scare. 5.5, 6, I would say. Definitely did not fully ruin my life. Right. Good. Yeah, it's a a scary movie. And it was like... It's creative. I think the acting was good. The good thing about them... Sometimes when you show a monster, you lose like your credibility so like maybe it was a good thing you don't see it because it might have been hokey well and the factor of the unknown makes it more scary because it like puts it to your imagination to picture how scary this thing is right no that makes sense yeah it just didn't i'm like i loved it it didn't stick with me a terribly long time after agree and i think it's like it really is a classic yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no i no i agree yeah i agree Uh, (sighs) We did did it. I think, okay, so something that I want to mention is that um, on our Instagram that we will have the Neve versus Mika 
side by side uh, photos, which I think it's pretty uncanny. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have, you know, the Starbucks clown situation. Oh, yeah. We can put that picture up and definitely Devin's first watch because... (laughs) That video. We all need to see it. <laughs> we don't, but I we think don't. it's important to the story. Um, sorry, I'm switching pages, but we don't currently know our next movie that we're watching. We I know, know we're playing with a few different ideas. We'll post on the Instagram like once we decide which one yeah. we're doing next for exactly. sure. So you guys can if you want to watch it before with us. Uh-huh. We knew we want to start with this one and yeah. we have some ideas of what we want to watch next. So yeah. You'll see updates. Mostly on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's at, at fangirlspod. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars, please. Yes. And download. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. Yep. We wouldn't know because this is our... We've heard people say it. Yeah, we heard. Yeah. But you can also DM us uh, like ideas and movies that you think that we should watch and we'll add that to our list. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know. We love new ones. So yeah. Ones. Exactly. Or things we haven't seen. Yeah. Episodes will be coming out on Mondays. But anyways, Emily, last words. Oh, man. I don't want that pressure. You have to have it. All right. Uh, scare farts. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Love you all. See you next week.